Hey everyone, this is Tim Bannock, also known as The Watcher. Welcome to Let's Start Over, shall we? An actual play podcast set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We are going through all the MCU from phase one on and letting the dice fall where they may. This week, we have... Leon playing Tony Stark. This is Callie playing Pepper Potts. I'm Patrick, and I'm playing Bruce Banner. Except for when I'm angry. This is Willie, and I'm playing James Rhodes. Remember to subscribe and share and support your local comic book shop. Now, let's start over, shall we? Tony has returned from Afghanistan, having blown up the Ten Rings terrorist cell headquarters and revealed his Iron Man Mark III armor, uh, as well as the fact that he's the man behind it. But while Tony's been faking infirmity in the hospital bed while he's actually going out on these Iron Man missions, it turns out that Obadiah Stane and Stark Industries haven't been resting on their laurels waiting for his return. It's into this tense situation that Tony, now thrust into the spotlight, returns to the U.S. for a board meeting. Tony, having just revealed he's Iron Man, is now reporting to Stark Industries, home base in California, the beautiful industrial kind of space that is Stark Industries headquarters. You're walking into the building, you know, doing your, you've done your typical thing where you ride up in some fancy new car. An Audi. Really slumming it today. Um, <laughs> toss your keys to the valet and then walk in, you know, pull off the sunglasses and in some very cool, you know, cinematic gesture where the camera comes in real tight on you and shows establishes who you are. One change I want to make is I actually want to have thrown my keys to somebody that is not a valet. <laughs> you throw it to some guy who's like walking out of an earlier business meeting because you're always ready for everything. So it's it's like some random advisor or something like that, and they're just like looking at the keys, looking at the Audi. I just blast past them. All right, so uh, I wander up and I say, "What's shaking, Pep?" Tony, you're not entirely late this time, but we do need to get headed up to the board meeting. I have a few things that I need to discuss with you before we get up there, though. Uh, of course you do. Of course I do. Always I do. So let's take this conversation inside so that we won't be overheard. And so I gesture to the elevator because there's all these people in the lobby. I step in. Um, how them. long is the elevator ride? Pepper would totally know how much time she has. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to give you, uh, yeah, I mean, she probably has the time to the second. Uh, I'm going to give you guys eight minutes of real time for this discussion. Um, Ooh, that's the slowest elevator <laughs> ever. <laughs> I, I imagine there's, like, a setting on the elevator of, I need to talk to Tony. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, I step in the elevator. I follow. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> the doors slide closed behind you, and the timer begins now. Okay. Tony, what have you have you found anything out about, you know, you were in the Middle East, everybody now knows you're Iron Man. Have you actually made any progress in what you were trying to do with that stunt? Uh, outside of blowing up weapons? Yes, outside of blowing up weapons. I mean, it's a building process. So, you know, first step was blowing up weapons, and we called that one a success. Okay, we called that was on, a I was on the news. That was pretty you were great. On the news. You were on the news, and you know who saw that news? Every single board of directors member that we're about to go talk to. 
And I don't know what would be better from a marketing standpoint of having somebody in cutting edge technology trying to save the world. Well, so, let's try and spin that properly because Anna Way, who is the marketing and PR person on the board, I'm, I'm not sure if you know everybody's background or not. I don't know anybody on the board. You may recall her, though. Do you do, do you remember who yes, Anna is? Yes, I am aware of the... She's the leggy blonde. Oh, boy. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, no, she is not. Um, she is actually one of the few women to end the relationship with you before you did. So she could potentially be an ally because last week she did mention to me that she also thinks Obadiah might be up to something. But given your dicey history with her, I'm not really sure how that's going to play out or not. But just just keep that in mind. She could really potentially be an ally. But given that you're not blowing up your own weapons in the world, we're really on rocky terrain here. I'm I'm less concerned than you. Mm-hmm. That's not surprising. I'm being proactive, which I think we should all be enjoying and embracing. Uh, they've always said they wanted me more involved. I'm just giving them what they want. Okay, well, we'll see how that goes over. And you are still supposed to be giving uh, a, a speech at the Stark Expo tomorrow, so just keep that in mind. Uh, I can I can come up with something on the fly. Obviously, in Damascus, I did knock it out of the park with my introduction, so I think it's fair to say that I will be fine. That is one way of saying that, yes, that is one way. Dr. Rutledge on the board, he's been asking me about some misplaced radioactive containment tech. Do you know anything about that with our, with our new green friend in town? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, as we're well aware, shipments go missing. Um, logistical errors and such. Sometimes people do carry an extra one and numbers, inventory. It's it's all pretty complex, Pep. I would say don't worry about it. And we could just have the people in shipping and receiving cover that. It's I think we take it off your plate. It seems like too much. Tony, if you're embezzling from your own company, that's still embezzling. So I don't want to know any more about it. I'm the interim CEO now, so I need to be, you know, but but you really do need to be watching what you're doing. It can still be tracked, it can still be traced, and even if it's your company, there are still laws that need to be followed if we're going to be doing this properly. Yeah, solid plan. That's fine. I, I, think, I think the initial thing you said of not worrying about it is a really solid first step, and I think that's <laughs> what we follow. I think you're the one who said not to actually have me worry about it, but that's fine. We can keep going. I, it won't come up again. It's fine. Um, gosh, Tim gave me a huge list, guys, of all these things that I can talk to Tony about. <laughs> I thought I'd have like two minutes, Restart so I highlighted like three things. <laughs> Four minutes left. <laughs> um, okay, um, sure. Special Agent Phil Coulson of the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement Logistics Division has been trying to reach out to us. Do you... I, I don't know if you've gotten any of his messages, but I've gotten quite a few. He's being very persistent. Uh, I don't know what he wants. Have you heard of him? Do you know of this area of government? I don't check voicemail. I... that's also... How have you been CEO for this long? How did it take you this long? My name's long? on all the stationery, which is why I think they kept me around. Uh, Phil Coulson's been really persistent. I know he's reached out to Obadiah Stain also while you were gone, but I can't figure out what that's about either. Something something about an exclusive weapons contract, but again, I don't know where he's from or what his organization is trying to do. I'm, I've, I've heard of it, uh, and I am actively working on getting some more information about them. Take that off your plate as well. Put that over onto mine. You're doing great. 
You're really stepping in as interim CEO. This is amazing. Great energy. I think we're good. So if you keep taking things off my plate, it does make me feel that I was right when I said that you just made me a puppet CEO. Do you actually want me helping out with this or do you actually... I'm just here so that... Well, it doesn't even matter anymore. It was supposed to be to cover your Iron Man activities, but now the whole world knows you're Iron Man. I thought we were supposed to be really trying to dig into where this corruption's coming from and who's double dealing under the table and what else Stain is up to. We, we are, and we're making a great first step going to a board meeting. I just think, you know, as a CEO, as a person focused on the daily of the business, that's where we need you. This government stuff, that's that's out to who's, who's taking you know, equipment from where, let's put that on my plate. That's outreach. That's what I'm good at. As we know, I'll take, I'll take care of that. This is me helping out. Please don't thank me. Just happy to be on the team. If you're going to be working with external communications, I really think you need to get back on Anna Wei's good side then since she is the PR and marketing person. I'll be on my best because behavior. Otherwise that really concerns me, Tony. Um, the Stark Expo Gala is tomorrow night. Most of the board members are heading out in the next few hours, so just keep that in mind as we're in this meeting. Everybody's going to be distracted and have these other things on their mind. They're trying to get out there pretty quickly. Okay. Um, are you, are you prepped on what's going on tomorrow at the Expo? Are you aware of the different presentations that'll be happening? I saw an email that came in. <laughs> what have you been doing since you got back from Afghanistan? I have hobbies outside work-life balance is really important and i think that needs to be respected tony how much time have you been spending with bruce this last week i don't know who you're referring to in this public space we're um, in an elevator for anybody listening <laughs> <laughs> but i would say that friendship is also a very important part of work-life balance and do friendships require cultivation okay very fun 35 seconds. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, while at your Stark Expo tomorrow, there is going to be a presentation by Justin Hammer. And Hammer, I don't, I know, I don't have a ton of information on that. That was outside of my purview. Um, and Rand Enterprises is also going to be present. And a lot of people, now that you're back, and um, apparently out fighting, not just back recovering, a lot of people have reached out about wanting to get together with you tomorrow. So... You might be getting a lot of requests, but if you could please redirect them that I am also now the CEO, most of them have not really gotten the hint after you're stopped. Yeah, and Ding. the elevator door opens up. <laughs> <laughs> and Pepper just walks out super confident and totally ready to crush it. Yeah, the, the door opens up into um, this initial waiting area, um, you know, and there's this bank of glass uh, windows and glass doors looking into uh, the the main office suite on this floor, which uh, is where the board meeting is going to be. You can see the entire board of directors in there. Among the most important of the board members, the ones who are the most outspoken, you have uh, Takeshi Kobayashi. He's Stark Enterprises Executive Vice President of Research and Development. You have Dr. Jack Rutledge, who's the uh, kind of gruff head of the military contracts involving radiobiology, uh, biological weapon, and new weaponry. Kinjiro Fujikawa, who's been behind all of Stark Industries' lifestyle and safety technology. And the previously aforementioned, uh, Anna Wei, who's kind of like this, been this PR marketing wizard for years and years. She's the one Pepper Potts brought up. 
So yeah, you guys walk out of the elevator. You've never been known for being the first person to a board meeting, and today is no different. Of course, Sark is a little bit late, but uh, everyone else is already seated as you guys walk into the room. And of course, standing, waiting for the two of you, um, is Obadiah Stane. As you guys walk into the boardroom, Obadiah Stane greets you, and as does most of the rest of the board, Obadiah comes right up to Tony uh, first thing and says, Tony! It's so good to see you and, and puts his arms around you. He kind of waves to your normal seats and then he sits down right next to Tony. Although it is Pepper Potts who is sitting in the head of the table. I sit down and uh, I immediately bring out my cell phone and just start tapping away furiously. <laughs> just to really set the precedent that I'm. this is, this is something that I hate doing. Unfazed by this uh, this uh, view, which is not not anything they haven't seen before, I'm sure <laughs> they they kind of get the the meeting rolling, and uh, Stain starts it off with some kind of like normal businessy uh, stuff at first, but then quickly um, pulls it over to Stark Expo. He says, uh, "As you know, we all have flights we have to get on very soon, and we want to talk about it, but we have some questions." obviously for for Tony and we really need some answers here and you see him kind of take on a bit of a change in demeanor he says Tony are we making weapons are we making lifestyle technology and video games are we a charity company now all of the above none of it the shareholders need to know what the future looks like for Tony Stark and for Stark Industries but that's not really the sort of discussion we can have now that the world knows you are the Iron Man. Oof. Okay. <laughs> I hope he's coming out swinging. That's fine. I think it's fair to say that moving forward and having something other than a body count being our legacy is more important. It's obvious that throughout the history of Stark, we've made massive developments in medical technology and things that can make the planet better. I think we have more to offer this world than making things blow up, and that's what this is about. And you say that as someone who's traveling the Middle East in weapons technology blowing up. That's a different story. That is not on behalf of the company. That is on behalf of me. So we're clear. I think we're clear. And I kind of point at the lawyer who's sitting in the room and kind of point and give a thumbs up. The lawyer does not give you a thumbs up in return. Uh, and actually, you see a bead of sweat go down their temple. Um, but but they, they don't deny it, in fairness. Um, Stain, Stain kind of looks down at the table and nods his head and says, it's, it's easy enough for us to understand here that the two things are separate. But how it looks to the world is going to be something that plagues us for some time. We revive the Stark Expo in order to show off what Stark Technologies is about. And we're going to do that. But I want you to know that we already have a lot of things that we're going to show off, and a fair amount of it is weaponry. But I, I want you to know that we support you. No, and I appreciate that, Obi, honestly. And it definitely sounds like the rest of the board is on the same page in supporting Stark's new direction. Uh, by throwing the Comic-Con of blowing stuff up. So that should, you know, only be confusing to people with eyes. But you know. I understand how it looks. The optics are everything, and you know that that's important to us. I think we can pivot somewhat. There's only so much we can do as a company in this little time. 
Well, I heard Justin Hammer is going to be headlining the event, so fortunately people probably won't be taking it seriously, so we should be okay. You know what? I actually thought the same thing. <laughs> he, actually, he smiles and laughs a little bit. They're not going to be headlining, but they are going to be presenting. I think the best concession I can make, because if anyone's going to be able to change how people view the Iron Man armor and your connection to it and Stark Industries' connection to this, it's going to be you. So I want to give you the final speech of the opening night. Our plan is to do several presentations, several short ones. We're going to do as much as we can to pivot away from weapons technology while we do so. But there's no one better to close out a first night and make this as clear as possible than, than you, I hope. Is that right? No, it's, it's not. I think it makes more sense from an optics standpoint that a new face, new vision, new direction makes the most sense. So I believe Miss Potts should close the first night. And Pepper's just like a little bit stunned because she wasn't planning on presenting a speech to thousands of people <laughs> that'll be televised everywhere. <laughs> yeah. you're, not, you're not the only one, Obadiah Stane, like kind of looks <laughs> at, at you, you know, for your reaction, looks back at Tony and and you he lets out this sigh that, you know, he probably, uh, if he had been more measured and not caught off guard, he would not have done this. But he lets out this this kind of like snorting, you know, like almost derisive sigh and he's like i i'm okay uh pepper how, what do you want to be closing this first night or do you want to speak at the opening i just want to pause night? i just want to pause and say <laughs> that as a player i love that i just threw callie under the bus to give a speech <laughs> <laughs> so so pepper sees this as tony being irresponsible and making her clean up all of his messes still and she's just like mother f <laughs> <laughs> I, I will I will add it I will add an asterisk that Tony is fine doing a speech, but I think it's it's a bigger sign to show that handoff, show that transition. Um so yeah, so so Pepper's kinda like taking a moment to recover and everything. Um and she goes, Yes, I think I think it makes sense for Tony to do at least a quick little opening welcome for everybody and uh, I can absolutely give a closing presentation. I think it makes a lot of sense to have the new, uh, the new CEO, the new face, kind of help Tony. Uh, Tony can set up the new direction, and then I can help usher in the new era. Yeah, there's a bunch of whispering as uh, you know, as you're talking and saying that among the, some of the other board members who are like, you know, also caught off guard by this. Uh, Stan kind of like breaks through through their whispers after you say that and says, "I I'm okay with this. I totally agree with." With everything you just said, Pepper. Um, and Pepper's like, do you, with her internal, like, <laughs> do you agree with everything? Uh, hey, if you guys want your, your shot at a first dice roll, Pepper, um, here's a good a good chance to roll an intuition. Oh, yeah. Let's practice <laughs> Let's that. Let's practice intuition. Um, <laughs> there we go. If you have any talents that factor in as well, you can call them out, and for each one of those... Um, unless it has special rules written next to it, you get plus one column shift to your intuition. Does my social psychology work for this, for my talent? Uh, yeah, because I, I think even though you're you're just reading Stain uh, primarily, like you're also reading the room of the other board of yeah. directors and how he's he's reacting to their reactions very much. So absolutely. So I'm rolling on incredible, but plus one, I'm rolling on amazing. I got, ooh, <laughs> I got an 18. Pull out that XP, Pepper. 
Oh yeah, I added XP in the last during my last dialogue because I unequivocally voiced support for my teammate. True. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> I really like these new milestones we came up with. Yeah, just absolutely. saying. I'll spend one XP to get me into the green. Okay. So that bumps you into the the green, which is success. Like if if you had gotten yellow or red, obviously that's like a greater success and and might give you more information. But the green is enough to succeed. So you read that, yes, indeed, he's totally taken back by Tony, almost selflessly giving of his time to not have the hog the limelight on the first night. So that's really big. Um, but you also get the sense that um, as much as this is taking him off guard, he's also he also sees pepper as the most harmless person tony could have put in his way if you think about it that way mm -hmm. um, because he's always had designs on on that seat and so he he's like oh she's probably can't screw this up because he underestimates you mm -hmm. cool because he's a jerk he's a jerk face <laughs> Adam, he will rue that day <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> pepper's got his number <laughs> <laughs> so tony snaps the conversation back to him though because for that brief moment it felt unnatural for someone else to get the attention <laughs> so I, I i do sort of say talking back to the guest list is there any plans for any other organizations to appear um yeah actually there are several tony um we've we've got a list we can give it to you uh right now as a matter of fact and stain kind of like waves his hand towards uh anna she quickly like pulls out one that's just a list of of who's going to be there and their time frames like when they're presenting all the stuff and, and slides it down to you i i wink at her as i take it away <laughs> she smiles she's used to you yeah she's totally used to you. and my favorite my favorite moment too is that callie just reacted the way pepper would have <laughs> i did i'm very in character right now <laughs> Yeah, she's totally used to it. She's, so she kind of blows off your wink. Let's see the document with a smile, and uh, Stain, Stain continues. He says, um, look, I would love to go over everything now, make any changes, um, but I, we're all pressed for time because of our flights. So let me extend this as well. If you have any particular changes that you want to see while we're in transit, have you or your have one of your assistants by all means send us everything and we will look to accommodate what you want as i mentioned we've pushed hammer to the second night just one of several presentations we'll make sure he's mixed in and buried about as deep as we can put him because we also understand um, he's an idiot our corporate history with oh or yes corporate history he's a direct competitor obadiah why was he invited in the first place well, part of the stark expo documentation that we found in reviving this is that there are certain legal requirements beyond just our own corporate wishes. Um, part of that was giving the world a very wide-ranging view of technology and other industries. So we have really a, an impressive list of people who are going to be there, not all of whom who we like, but it's important that we have them in there for largely legal reasons at this point although i will say and he, he motions to the lawyer who you gave the thumbs up to earlier uh we have a yeah pepper's looking at the lawyer to be like is this true yeah the the, the, the lawyer nods his heads um and and stan continues he's like we we do have a team who is working on ensuring that we don't have certain strictures going forward in future years well i i, I know it was always important 
uh, for the original Stark Expo to have experts be in attendance, which makes me wonder why Hammer was invited. But <laughs> several of fine. the board members laugh at that. <laughs> Is PIM Technology on this invite list? Anna speaks up and she says, absolutely. Uh, we got them as fast as we could. It sounds like they have uh, some really interesting developments in, um, uh, it sounded like medical technology. Great. Why don't we go ahead and get a meeting set up with me and their CEO to discuss what they're working on? Absolutely. And Pepper's like, and I'll be there too, because I am now also CEO of Stark Enterprises. Sure, Pepper will be there as well. <laughs> yeah, Anna, Anna kind of like snickers under her breath and, and uh, takes some notes and she says, absolutely, we'll make sure that you, the two of you have a meeting with them. Great. Great. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kind of, I, I, I look over at Anna and kind of do that smile where I sort of raise my eyebrows for a moment. And then yeah. Pepper and Anna share this guy, am I right, look? <laughs> Somehow, you know, you don't even know how, but she's so used to this kind of stuff that she gives you both the appropriate response, like almost uh, <laughs> at the same time, you know? Wait. Classic Anna. At that, uh, Stain says, <clears throat> I think we're pressed for time. If Unless there's anything else you want to go over right here. I think the best thing for Tony is for you to go rest. I'm sure you've, I'm sure it can't be easy donning armor and fighting crime in the Middle East. You probably need it before we get there. And the rest of us have a lot of preparation to do on our rides to the airport and our flights on private jets. So I think it's best that we, we end this meeting a little early and give everybody the chance to uh, say goodbye to their families and, and get to the expo as quickly as possible and get this set up. <laughs> that sounded so final. <laughs> that sounded so final, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss your children goodbye for the last time. <laughs> Maybe I should say, uh, as as the GM, I may say things that the that the characters I'm speaking as don't mean or say better. <laughs> you know? He basically like dismisses everyone, and and people start like you know closing their folders and getting up and getting ready to leave the room. They uh, head out as quickly as possible. So the the two of you are the only ones in there. There's an assistant out just immediately outside the room. Yeah, so Pepper is, like, getting her papers together and everything and is like, Tony, if I'm going to be the CEO of this company, interim puppet or otherwise, you have to treat me like I'm the CEO. You can't go and decide to meet with heads of other companies without me. And you certainly can't say things like that in front of everybody else. <laughs> I, I feel like I actually just got dressed down. <laughs> <laughs> we need to consider what's Stark business and what's not Stark business. I don't disagree. That's fine. But then you can, if this is supposed to be a personal meeting between you and Pim, then it needs to not be presented to the entire board. I want to find out how deep Stain is into this. I want to find out. I want to help you with that. I do. But you have to make sure that we're presenting to them. Uh, think of it like we're spies, right? You're running around being a vigilante anyway, except everyone knows it's you. And so this is like, it's like corporate espionage. That's what we're doing. I just wanted to get a meeting with him. I didn't want us to have code names or decoder rings or anything like <laughs> Tony, that. Tony, Tony, you love code names. You're Iron Man now. It's technically not <laughs> accurate, but, you know, it's, it's evocative, which I appreciate. So Pepper just kind of sighs and is like, that's fine. I don't disagree. There should be separation, but we have to be careful. Obadiah is not an idiot. We have to be careful. 
And I appreciate that, which is a measured response of a very capable CEO. I'm excited to hear your speech at the closing night. And Pepper's like, oh my gosh, my speech. Now, now I need a speech. Now I need a speech.